1: Back with you, at Hale Varsity Radio. It's Hour 2. Schmidt, Elijah, Herbal. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, efforting Coach McBride. Trying to see if we can run Coach McBride down here in a little bit. But uh, some more on Matt Rule, some more comments from you. And uh, Mike chimes in. Interesting uh, thought to open up here. I want to know what will happen to primetime's ego if Nebraska wins. Hope he didn't forget uh, his luggage in Texas. (laughs) If he loses to Nebraska, it won't change his ego one bit. No, he's still the he's always kind of been the same
0: dude. Coach Prime is synonymous with ego, and that's that's not a. I think a lot of people have used that as a reason for why he can't be successful at Colorado or at the college level. I don't think so. That's just naturally ingrained within him. I don't think he'll lose any confidence or any ego should he lose to Nebraska. Um, it might change the tenor of his post game press conference just a little bit. Sure. but I don't think it'll change who he is.
1: No, he's supremely confident, always has been. And uh, I got a kick out of the fact when he was talking about it was he was asked about the attention and you know the, uh, the the spotlight. This was when he was first hired, and his response was hilarious. But it was true. I mean, he he truly felt and meant this. I've been prime a long time. <laughs> i don't get um uh, intoxicated off of the, the 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 wow i mean that's that's who i am he's always got that swag he got his kids to to buy in and even if they didn't believe at least they played free enough to put a pretty impressive win on the board mm-hmm. if uh if you're colorado I and mean, that's an awesome first step in contrast to What Nebraska's dealing with right now, some good but a lot of questions and more so even this wasn't on your watch. Another one score, let's rip your heart out and set it on fire because it's another one of those, how did you lose that game, right? And you've had a a bunch of them, uh, but just now 0-1 under Matt Rule. I don't see them being a disaster in close moments moving forward. Why? Because if if guys that helped contribute to the missteps don't fix it, they won't be playing. I do believe that about this team. They will make changes for the better of the team and figure out a a way to try and win with folks that will give them the best chance to win versus being problematic with turnovers.
0: Well, I think you've just kind of laid out the two biggest storylines for the week outside of, of scheme and what, what individual player matchups there's going to be on Saturday. The two big storylines are, is Colorado able to be poised following their big win last week? You kind of laid out, Prime's been Prime for a long time. He's not going to get too high or too low based on a game. He's going to be okay. His players, not so much. This is new to them. I mean, the amount of national attention they're seeing some, yeah. some of them, like Some of them. How are they going to be able to handle that and respond to that as the week goes on? I mean, they're going to be superstars on campus this week. How often are Colorado football players superstars on campus? It's been a while, probably dating back to the 90s. Are they going to be able to handle that and, and be poised through that this week, still focus on the work and still look ahead to what's what's looming with Nebraska? On the flip side, with Nebraska, a lot of people have said over the past couple of days, and I agree with them, there were a lot of positives from that game last Thursday night. I think overall, Nebraska not only look like a better team than they were last year as a whole, I think your exceptions are quarterback and wide receiver, but I think they look like the better team when you compare them head-to-head with Minnesota. I think Nebraska, aside from the turnovers, which is the big story, like looked like the better football team. Minnesota made winning moments in winning time. That's your difference in the game. And that's what the concern is for Nebraska. And that's what the storyline is going to be this week. Is is Nebraska going to be able to make winning plays during winning time? Or is that something that's just so naturally ingrained within this team that it's going to be a harder fix than, than what maybe Matt Rule anticipated or maybe what Husker Nation anticipated? How long does that switch, take to flip? Is it going to be something where, you know what, after one of those, Matt Rules knows the buttons to push and can get them moving in the right direction after one game? Is that going to be something that's going to take a year? Is that going to be something that's going to take two to three years with new talent coming in, young faces emerging? We don't know. That's the, the question mark, and that's going to be the storyline for Nebraska until they prove otherwise that they're going to be able to make winning plays and winning moments. Until that flips, that's going to be the storyline, and if Nebraska can do that next week, I think they have a good chance of coming out in Boulder with a win because – it's going to be a different task for Colorado, what Nebraska presents with them. I I am subscribed to the belief that it's going to be a close game in Boer mm-hmm. on Saturday. Can yes. Nebraska make winning plays during winning time? If they can,
1: I think they can leave with a win. David has a great question. Can Nebraska score more than 20 points? Yeah, they can. Will they? Uh, is Is the... I don't know. If I had a crystal ball, we'd go to the war horse. <laughs> but I, I I think the offense can be better. I think if they can take care of the ball, they can pop some things in the fourth quarter. I think they can hit and get after the Colorado skill guys and maybe uh, Pinata uh, Sa- Sanders a little bit uh, in in the pocket. Now, that's that's kind of my recipe right there for how you get out of Boulder Alive. Yeah, Nebraska can score. Uh, is the defense at Minnesota and Colorado comparable? I don't think so. Is Nebraska's offense going to be any better? Or are they going to be still super one-dimensional with quarterback run game, then maybe a little uh, running back run game, and then some safe passing game? Is that going to be enough to, to get it done offensively? Nebraska's going to probably need a defensive score, some field position help. And uh, special teams play. That, that, that to me, is all part of this. How do they get out with an outright win? And I don't
0: think you necessarily need Sims to be better, but you need him to be smarter. And those th- two things go hand in hand. Colorado, I have a feeling they're going to have seven or eight guys in the box a lot. Sure. Against and Nebraska. Then, then, and, and why wouldn't you? With With what I saw against TCU, I think Nebraska, especially running the football, is going to have the advantage there. They're going to have linebackers in the box. I think they're going to be bringing some safeties down. Is Jeff Sims able to take advantage of one-on-one coverage? Is he able to hit the open man when he's open? Is he able to go through his progression properly? Like, the dreaded can he beat
1: the dreaded make him beat us with his arm? <laughs> that's that's what's being written up on the whiteboard in Boulder right now. Make him beat you with his arm. But back to the original question:
0: Can Nebraska score more than twenty points? I think realistically, if you eliminate turnovers, Nebraska could have and should have had 20 points against Minnesota on Thursday night if you eliminate the turnovers.
1: Big if. If, 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 right?
0: Big if. Jeff Simmons, that's what he's done in his career is he has turned Ten points over. left on the field. But if you're able to take care of that, yeah, I think he left ten points on the field, and I think Nebraska was probably playing a better defense in Minnesota than they'll face in Colorado. I think Colorado's got a lot of talent on the back end. I think Minnesota had a lot of talent on the back end, but Nebraska was able to accumulate some yards, and they also – I mean, with Minnesota's time of possession battle that they were fighting as well, I think Nebraska's probably have some more opportunities against Colorado as well to get some points on the board. Can you take care of the football? Can you convert on the end to drives? Can Jeff Sims
1: be smarter? All big questions. And when you finish, and we'll uh, and we'll, we'll probably end up catching up with Charlie at some point this week. Uh, it may be grill time and celebration. So uh, let's hear from Matt Rule, and this was uh, asked by Eric Olson of the Associated Press. The topic of, of the two builds going on. You've got a long-term renovation here in Nebraska, the way Rule's gone after it. And then you've got the uh, 87 scholarships and flip, the quick flip and turn that, that Coach Dion's done. And so far, the Buffs early look pretty good.
2: You guys got the big new game on Fox uh, this week, and so probably the big storyline is going to be about the compare and contrast of how you're going about trying to build this thing, and how Sanders is trying to build this thing out of Colorado. You call yourself an incrementalist, guys, uh, and, and you've spoken about kind of what your methodology is for building a program, but I guess what's kind of your
0: compare-contrast if you were to look at both programs and how we go
2: about it? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry to do this here. I respectfully, market, you know, I, I, I can't talk about anybody else. I Just for me, um, you know, you know, some guys in the portal that we have a relationship with, you know, or we have respect for or we know or something, they fit us. You know, obviously we'll take some of those guys. We're going to try to recruit high schools as much as possible, specifically local guys. Um, you know, it's always taken me a couple years to get the program up and running. You know, and usually I feel like when it's done, like, you know, we we got to Temple, we lost the championship game, we won it the next year. They won, they won for a couple years after that with the new coach. Um, I went to Baylor. We lost the championship game in year three, COVID here, year four, those same kids, you know, won it, won the big 12, won the sugar bowl. So I only know how to kind of do it one way. The rules are a little different now, but you know, I respect anybody that's just trying to figure out how to win. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so there's different ways of doing it. So, um, however, however, coach Sanders is doing it, however Luke Fickle's doing it, however, everybody's doing it. Um, it's not really for me to say, uh, for me, it's just, Hey, this is how we're doing it. And, um, uh, this recruiting class that we have right now to us, is, as I said last week, is a really big one for us as we move forward. But obviously, you know, they're they're going to be a ranked team, so what they're doing is working.
1: So that was Rule's response on how you go about making the sausage. And sausage looks pretty good right now in, in Boulder because they're 1-0 and they're ranked and they're being celebrated and championed. Right now you're frustrated that you let one get away, but... Uh, you know, here is a, a, a re- real thing Saturday. We talk about style points, right? How do styles transcend across conferences? Uh, typically, if you go play a Pac-12 team or, or play a Pac-12 style, you get your brains be- beat in in the Big Ten. Uh, sometimes the uh, the matchup's in your favor because you're too fast. It may hurt if you get hit. And you may not be able to stand up to it, but they're not going to catch you, okay? So Colorado has – that. that's just it. It's going to be wailing away and physical if Nebraska is going to stay in this thing and, and have a chance to win versus the – it's going to be the size and power versus the speed. And I'm not saying Colorado is not strong, but just from a, from a body-type standpoint, Nebraska's strength – is going to be on the lines of scrimmage and, and point of attack. They, they should have that advantage. Now, Elijah, tell me if I'm wrong, but Nebraska time and time again, defensively against Minnesota, and it wasn't vintage Minnesota, and I'm not taking anything away from Nebraska. But how about the some of the plays the defense kept making? They got some three and outs in the second half. How about that sack by the polar bear? I mean, he looks like a new dude uh, from a quickness and agility standpoint for him to, to bust that double team shoot through and then chase down a pretty athletic quarterback for that big third down sack I mean Nebraska had a chance to get the ball back they did and it was a defense making the play now the defense wasn't perfect they had to be unfortunately Thursday night but you're seeing guys like uh, Javen Wright you're seeing guys like singleton that are, difference makers they are fast and they are physical and from a size and body type standpoint that'll be not an easy situation for colorado it goes both ways here it's wow they've got four wideouts. they've got elite speed they got a great play caller and, and quarterback and uh, the defense did enough in the red zone a couple of turnovers to to, to, to shy tcu away nebraska is going to want to play this game a certain way they'll have to and uh, it'll be emphasized now. Take care of the football, hold on to the football, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if Colorado can uh, can repeat a performance of, of wow in Week 2 as like they did Week 1.
0: Well, I mean, Colorado had some reliance on the big play against TCU. That was one of Nebraska's strengths against Minnesota. I think the longest play Minnesota had was 20 yards.
1: Well, it was a pass.
0: Was a, yeah, 20 yards. Like like Nebraska did really well, bending but not breaking. That's going to be your game plan against Min- or against Colorado, I should say offensively, TCU had success running the football. I think Nebraska, that's going to be their game plan. I think they're probably going to find some success running the football. Again, as I laid out at the beginning of the segment, the big question to me is, is Nebraska going to be able to make more plays during winning time than Colorado? I think that's what a lot of games this season are going to come down to. And as of right now, I, I do feel a little dubious about that because of how it turned out against Minnesota and the fact that you only have nine days to try to turn some of those things around. You weren't able to get it turned around through nine months. Maybe. Maybe there's a, a button that Matt Rule can push or a couple buttons that Matt Rule can push. He, he's He's been around the block as a college coach. I'm sure this isn't the first time that his team has lost a heartbreaker at the end because the other teams were able to make more plays? Are you able to respond from that? Are you able to get better from that? And are you able to go make more winning plays during winning time? Because Colorado's got some big-time players. And what have we said about big-time players? They make big-time plays in big-time moments. That's why Colorado went and beat TCU the other night. Or the, the afternoon, I should say. Nebraska did not make big-time plays in big-time moments. Are you able Didn't to make enough
1: stretch? of them and didn't stop enough of them. Last thought from Coach Rule before we get to Jay Moore. Uh, specifically blocking... Out the hype. You've got the local hype. You've got the statewide hype. It's Nebraska, Colorado. You've got the national hype with Coach Prime doing what he did in week one.
2: I'd I say, because this is exactly what I'm saying to the team, I'm saying, like, make it football, right? Like, all that's what it is, right? But it's still going to come down to blocking and tackling. And, you know, I think they went down They went down to TCU last week, and while everyone thought it was you know going to be all this stuff, they played football. They went out there, they caught the ball, they made people – they played good football, and they won the game. So, like, we're just going to try to make a football like – we're lucky we had, unfortunately, the loss last week. But we had the—it was game one of the season, and the other team did a, a like a gold out. Like, how often does it happen the first game of the year, right? So like, we recognize every game we play in every every game the Nebraska Cornhuskers in is going to be a big game. And so for a team to do that in the first game of the year, it was really, really loud. I thought you know, Minnesota had a great student section. Obviously, a lot, of our, a lot of our mistakes happened down in their student section, which was unfortunate for us. We have to learn from that. But last week happened maybe to prepare us for this week you know, or maybe prepare us for the future. But we'll be a significantly better team after these first two weeks of being on the road in these two environments when we come back home and then when we go on the road late in the year. Um, but in terms of preparing for it, it's football. Like If we can't lock in and just play football, then – you know, nothing I say will matter. You know, it's the, the pregame pageantry, all that stuff. That'll all be over. It'll be, uh, it'll be football once the game kicks off.
1: Well, got to do it. And uh, Nebraska moving on back to work tomorrow. We'll have thoughts from some players as uh, they'll meet the media around noon. And uh, yeah, Jay Moore's coming up. Part of our Black Shirt Monday. Try and get reconnected with Coach McBride for uh, sometime this week. But some of the Husker names you want to hear, and some names that, well, made you stressed during that legendary Colorado-Nebraska showdown over the years. Jay Moore's on the way. It's Hail Varsity, a holiday Monday. We're presented by Currency.